0: Hello and welcome to the Emo Social Club podcast. Uh, We're not broadcasting to you live because we're actually together in studio.
1: Yeah, I'm, I'm looking at Brian. <laughs> are
0: in the room, not over it's, Zoom or. It's insane. Any other I could
1: go over this couch and punch Please him don't. in the shoulder if I <laughs> needed to for whatever the reason. Yeah, this
0: is why we normally record over the internet. Uh, we are the Emo Social Club podcast, normally broadcasting to you live from emosocialclub.tv. We are the podcast about music and news and band interviews and music that those bands put chaos. And chaos <laughs> sometimes uh we have a guest on this episode. We are recording this intro after we did the interview, but we did the uh the interview with Barely Civil, a band from Milwaukee, Wisconsin.
1: Wisconsin? Wisconsin,
0: as T-Pain yeah. would say. Uh oh. Connor and Isaac joined us to talk about the band and music and board games and what wisconsin is like right now
1: and, and their new album i'll figure this out which appeared on uh, the billboard charts which is pretty fucking sick and then we also talked about how isaac has an obsession with not only dave matthew's band <laughs> and, and and jamie all over
0: jamie all over not jamie oliver as thought of, as some of our chat thought it was
1: yes, yes. <laughs> okay, thank you so much for our uk um explosion <laughs> but it is not jamie oliver it's jamie all over jamie
0: all over uh, but before we get into that part of the episode, Lizzie, what you got? What you got going on this week?
1: Well, what I got going on this week is straight chaos, just for my personal life. But besides that, you can just hit me up on our Twitter at xemo social club x, and we can talk about whatever other chaos is going on. Uh, and we're going to be just putting up all of our updates and everything. Other than that, I have a pe- written piece that's going to be in a zine soon. I don't know the name of the zine because it's still under construction. But when that comes out, I will also let everybody know and everyone should go and eventually support that zine and then z- support any local or independent zines in general.
0: Good. Yeah. This episode is coming out on the Monday before Election Day, which... May or may not be uh, an interesting week.
1: Hey, can, s- can somebody send me thoughts and prayers? Because I have to work in a newsroom on election day on the night. So it would be real appreciated. Uh, yeah, but besides that, Brian, what are you doing?
0: Man, oh, just so much of the same. Uh, yeah, so probably back to streaming this week. I'm not really sure how the timing with all this stuff is going to work out, but probably back to streaming on the normal uh, video game streams during the day. We will, uh, we'll see how that goes coming back to it, considering all of the things that are going to happen in the world this week, so who knows? Uh, other than that, we have our Thursday night pod. We will be very excited for this upcoming Thursday night recording. Uh, make sure that you are followed and subscribed, and check out our Discord if you want to uh, be notified when we go live, what we're doing, what we're chatting about. Uh, and then, yeah, we'll see you on that recording on Thursday, and we'll see you in the uh dj happy hour on fridays so pretty much a normal week normal emo social club week hopefully that's how it will stay and remain and never will we, change
1: we can only hope so we can only
0: hope oh god my fingers are very crossed <laughs>
1: they they're very clenched too around that it's Mike. just i'm i'm getting their bare, more nervous bare the more white knuckles yeah.
0: see now i actually have to hold the microphone as opposed to where i just have it i standing there so now you can see it's just like oh god
1: this week's not going to work. Connor. The stress and tension, it's visible.
0: <sighs> yeah. So, uh, without further ado, here's our interview with Barely Civil, with Connor and Isaac.
1: And we're here with our buddies in Barely Civil. What is up, guys?
0: Hello. Hey. <laughs> uh, let's have you guys introduce yourselves, uh, your name, what you do in the band, so people can get used to your voices. And, uh, Yeah. Tell us about your band.
2: For sure, I'm Connor. I uh, sing, I play guitar, play bass in
3: on a song. Um, <laughs> I roll. Yeah, I'm Isaac. I play drums, and on occasion, I yell things. Um, <laughs> we're, we're a band. We're a band from Wisconsin. Yeah, um,
2: and we make music. And people <laughs> say we sound like Death Cab for Cutie. Yeah, excellent. That's where we're at.
0: (laughs) Uh, You're from Milwaukee specifically in Wisconsin, for people who are of the area. Oh yeah, yeah. Like Like,
3: big big Milwaukee fan,
0: big big Milwaukee boys. Yeah. We uh, like growing up in Chicago. You're always like, oh yeah, Milwaukee's not that far. It's like an hour, and then you like get on the highway, and you're like, this is too long.
2: (laughs) It's funny because. Uh, being in Milwaukee, it's like oh, Chicago. That's so close. We'll we'll get there in like an hour, and then you get on the highway, and all of a sudden, uh, you're not moving anymore. Yeah, and yeah, like two hours, and <laughs> that that's too much. That's too much time.
0: <laughs> Friend of mine.
1: It's reversed here.
2: Yeah, <laughs> yeah,
0: exactly friend of mine uh, who I will call him out and I don't care if he ever hears this (laughs) decided to have his bachelor party in Milwaukee, which just didn't it didn't sound like a good idea. And it kind of wasn't, but also wasn't the worst thing. But like, you know, it's like, well, why would we go to Milwaukee for a bachelor party? We're right there. Like that's like like we could just go to like Antioch. Which is no, where did. we've been.
3: Party. <laughs> go to yeah, work. We walk.
0: Wait, sorry. Say that again. What
3: did you do? What did you do? What was what was the? Party?
0: I mean, mostly we fought with our Airbnb host and. Fight or argument. It was an argument over like, hey, uh, you didn't clean up after yourselves, and we're like, yeah, where did all this trash come from? Because it wasn't <laughs> us like no one ate mcdonald's then she's like there's pizza boxes here and we're like okay that one's fair uh but it, w- it was literally like we there were like a bunch of women's purses and she her she brought in her own purse we assumed but like did she bring in five purses whose purses are these I mean, they weren't I ours
1: when I, when I travel i will pack multiple purses Mm. because i need it matched with my outfits.
0: When you go to check out an Airbnb that a bunch of guys just left, do you bring five purses?
1: Maybe she was getting ready for a stay. I don't know. It's just like I'm just in a vibe here.
0: That's fair. I I
2: tend to do the like uh fanny pack, crossbody, mm. that like a bag crossbody, mm-hmm. then a backpack. Yeah. And then you're sort of like transformed up with all your different <laughs> pockets
0: and accoutrement you know yeah Ooh,
2: nice
3: okay. Last <laughs> <laughs> to, to the pot
2: yeah yeah
0: drinking uh is that Lacroix too so then we can say like Lacroix oh. and accoutrement
3: yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> oh my God.
0: we could have both going. <laughs> guys this is now the preeminary uh french language emo podcast oh,
1: Jesus on the God. internet <laughs> I get it. <laughs> I haven't taken anything in French since middle school.
0: You had French in middle school? I took French in college.
1: Yes, I did.
0: And no, I know I, nothing.
1: I, I that.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
1: they were like, you can learn a foreign language or you can do cultural appreciation. And I did cultural appreciation and it was randomly on samurai. And that was cool.
3: Oh interesting. That's a one.
1: Yeah, what when you when you mentioned earlier that you've been compared to death cab first of all that's like a high ass honor to be compared (laughs) to such like a legendary band but also i can definitely hear it when i was listening to your latest um album i'll figure this out because also a lot of reviews that i was seeing were really heavily saying this is a fall album like to the Mm -hmm. t like you just plug it in and you go and i find that like super interesting that we're kind of going by seasons when it comes to albums oh yeah
2: yeah I think like uh it's funny because I I I don't know if we've ever like gone into it with the intention of like oh this one winter but (laughs) it's definitely like uh I think um I think there's a lot of like uh weight that we give to seasons and uh I think that that weight sort of carries over into other things it's like you know we we classify like foods it's like that's a winter food that is a fall food um and i think that like goes really well with music as well and i think um i think i think 2020 has been just a very fall time for everybody (laughs) you know the whole year (laughs) There's not much to do. You're eating soup. You're eating That's soup. <laughs> uh, it's been a very fall time, and I think. Um, but but I do think it it definitely fits. I I, I appreciate the seasonal recommendations and the seasonal like uh, this is a fall record,
3: and I feel like it works. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's kind of cold, but also you want to hang out outside.
0: <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I think of. Uh like my favorite album of the fall. Cause I think this every year too is always sing the sorrow by AFI. And I thought that you. like AFI always did like, like seasonal records. Cause they did sing the sorrow, which was autumn. Then they did December underground, which was summer. And then they did crash love, which <laughs> also felt obviously, but then they did crash love. And I'm like, that also feels like an autumn record. And I'm like, maybe these guys just can't get out of that end of the year seasonal thing like it wasn't a very spring record i'm like well that's your next one what are you doing
2: <laughs> you know how the seasons work you know cool. all these
0: work man <laughs> you're like autumn and then winter and then second autumn <laughs> <laughs> go back a step well it's uh, like
2: uh it, we we just recently were out and about uh at a record store and uh they had a big cardboard stand-up uh for the uh, for for Bony Bear records, Bony Bear mm-hmm. another Wisconsin band. Right. Of course. If you, I don't know
0: if you've ever heard of them, they're pretty I mean. A, you know, yeah. reason,
1: uh, I still can't. I still cannot say their band name ever. It's so
0: French, Lizzie. Fan. Come on. Yeah, I, don't
1: yeah. I don't know it. I don't know it. I can't see. I can't hear.
2: But we were get at your... this record store, and they're using like seasons as like a marketing point. They're like, get the mm-hmm. full year of Bony Bear. Here's Ooh. that summer record. Here's that yeah. fall record. Yeah.
3: A little winter mixed in. <laughs> <laughs> so they that's, like, r- that's like a marketing point. Yeah, they're leaning into it. They're leaning yeah. into it. Yeah. That's really interesting. Of- Why not? Why not? Exactly. I'll take it. Might as well.
0: Yeah. Do you think it just helps with the writing of it too, where you're like, these are the feelings and this is like just sort of, like it's a good way for everybody else to sort of like get into that same zone as you. You're like, "Hey, this is a year of the autumn." <laughs> so it's like, "Hey, you're probably feeling the same way I'm feeling, so let's 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 get on the same page here with music in the same way." I like how you put yeah, it with food, of course. Yeah, it's like you're in the same mode, you're in the same mindset because of the food you're eating, I guess, and like now it's like, "Hey, I can put you in this mindset with this this music in the same way."
2: Right. I think it's 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 also really funny cuz like obviously we don't like, I don't go into writing lyrics or we don't go into writing music thinking like this is going to be our fall record. Um, but then it's funny to have people tell me that I'm like, Oh, this is a, this is a, this, the, the lyrics sound like a fall record. Mm-hmm. Cause then it's people being like, you're in a fall mood, aren't you? And I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I
3: I've been there. It is fall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
0: It's the year of fall. <laughs>
1: well, I was reading an uh, interview that you guys did with Stereo Gum, and where you were explaining that there was, you know, when you're writing this, it's kind of like you going through personal changes and like moving mm-hmm. on to the next step in your life. And I find that like really interesting, especially this year where a lot of us are kind of stagnated with that. Mm-hmm. So it's really cool to kind of hear that. It- it's like not like super inspirational, but it's kind of reassuring that you kind of can hear that that's a possibility going forward?
2: Right. Uh, I think, I think like, this, this point in time has been just kind of, like, fucked for people in, like, our space. Uh, specifically, like, I think often about how, like, Isaac and I graduated uh, from college in this last semester. So we graduated in May. So half of our, like, last semester was sort of broken up by safer at home orders and uh and i think about how like people in in our same age or like class as it as as it will um sort of got hit with this like weird space of okay things are about to change you're about to move out of comfort and into Mm -hmm. a totally new space um but also uh the world hardly exists right now uh everything sucks. The economy is heading into a recession. Jobs aren't existent. Uh, Oh, and also, uh, you know, that, you know, stimulus help you're supposed to get Well, your parents are going to get it, but you're not, even though you're supposed to be independent. Like it was like, it was just such like a fucked time for everybody going into that transition. And so, and I feel like that was like a, that was a big thing for me that I just like really felt, um, and so, but at the same time, like you said, it's like kind of, uh, it's like a weirdly beautiful thing to like still be able to experience change in a time that feels very dead. Mm-hmm. Um, and even if that change is like not great, not, <laughs> uh, it's still change. It's That's, I guess, needed, you know, mm-hmm. especially this late in the game. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Was there like a pinnacle moment? that made you jumpstart writing some of these lyrics in your life
2: um i don't know if there was like a there's like a moment i could point to and be like yeah that that song comes exclusively from like this experience but i think like the entirety of of sort of like feeling the weight of uh full independence full responsibility full uh isolation definitely like was was a big thing for for this record um i think on our previous on, on our previous work um there had been like a lot of exploration of change and evolution and uh sort of like where we were and where we were going but on this record it was so forefront in my mind like it was all I could really focus on because like time was progressing and I and I knew that like you know eventually I won't have some of the safety nets that I that I had as a college student as as somebody in college um you know you sort of there's sort of like a a freedom to it that you lose when you leave which feels a little like counterintuitive but it's like you know, you kind of feel invincible in that, in that space. Like you can make mistakes and you can, you can have time to learn from them. And then once you leave that, that's gone. You you don't have time to make mistakes. You make a mistake, you lose your job. Now how are you going to pay your rent? And so like that stuff, uh, was really like present in the writing of this record.
1: That's definitely a feeling that I've also had too. So <laughs> So, yeah, when you're explaining like, oh, it's like a safety net. You're in school and you feel like you're invincible because, you know, sure, say you get screwed over and you get fired from whatever job you're working whatever minimum wage job you're working during school, it's Mm -hmm. like, cool, I can go get another one. But now you're in the real world and if you get if you're lucky enough to get another job, you have to be like, oh, fuck, if I get fired, it's Mm going to take me anywhere from two to God knows when to get Mm -hmm. a new job. And yep. you're right, and it's definitely something that um, a lot of people are facing right now. And you putting kind of to words and to music that also kind of resonates with a lot of people is very like <laughs> inspirational in a sense.
0: Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. It's me. I'm people. <laughs> 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 I was I was laid off back in May, so I'm like, yeah that that sounds about right, Lizzie. Thanks. <laughs> I'll never get a job again.
2: I mean I feel for you. Uh I've you know, I graduated in May and I, I, I still haven't found uh you know the startings of any sort of a career
0: yeah. in this
3: in this environment. So
0: Yeah. Well I dropped out in two thousand and nine, so um <laughs> uh, <I'm> a hundred. Anyway. <laughs> oh my god. It's fine. Look. Maybe I'll go back to school right now. Maybe that's the thing I need to do. Who knows? This is <laughs> Who knows sign doing? Doing yeah. yeah, this is
3: it. This is
0: the ace of bass song I needed.
3: Study oh, yeah. philosophy.
0: Sorry, yeah. ace of bass use a Euro uh, pop band I know. I that's totally a <laughs> joke. <laughs> Everybody knows who Ace of Base is. You're, I don't have you're to explain trying
1: that. the. You're trying to do the zoomer humor, Brian, and you're looking more like a boomer, and I really
0: need you. Uh, to uh, it's boomer humor, not zoomer humor. Boomer humor. Boomer. <laughs> boomer. <laughs> boomer. <laughs> <laughs> it's better if it rhymes the entire word.
1: <laughs> oh, Jesus <Boomer>. Christ. <laughs> i I did want to talk to you guys about because you're one of the more um politically charged bands that i've seen come out of everything that's happened this past year especially with y'all having a newsletter even um called culver's 1312 i believe i get my numbers mixed up um a lot (laughs) but i was reading and i've been following it i think it's so interesting that you're kind of covering every update that's going on concerning protests and black lives matter and you've still been continuing on with it
2: yeah i think so really so so what happened was we we wrote and recorded our record and we we had plans for touring and and releasing and um and then things sort of started to break down and we you know the pandemic hit and then we saw protests sort of start and um what really like hit us is that it it didn't feel like our space. Like we it no it we we really felt like okay we have this but it's not it's not our space. We shouldn't be occupying space
3: right now. Not a good time.
2: Um and we Sort of just had too much in motion to fully hit the brakes. But we, something, it just felt weird to us, you know, um, where four white men making music uh, in a space that has been often, you know, uh, sort of run by white men. And it didn't feel right or fair or relevant like we we didn't feel relevant and um we sort of had to sit down and talk and figure out okay well how do we approach this um so that we're not just taking space to take space um and that's when we started talking about uh the, the the beginnings of Culver's thirteen twelve what what it really is for us is we don't we're not you know these like we're, we're I I don't think of us as like big activists yeah. or what what we really are are people doing what people should be doing which is collecting and sharing information um, we target the Wisconsin area um, because that's what we know. And it's what we directly are uh, impacted by. Um, and we just felt like it was, you know, if, if we're going to occupy space, if people are going to be going to our social media, looking at our uh, our you know, stuff, um, we should be applying some of that occupied space to something worthwhile. that yeah. People should be looking at. People should be reading and caring about. And so that was where, that was where cover 1312 came from. And, uh, it's turned into something that we really care about. Mm-hmm. Um, not that we didn't care about it from the start, but like it's, <laughs> it's become, we really, we really, for us, it's a good way to keep each other in the loop.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: Um, and if people are going to it and paying attention, that's awesome. But like, we have a discord, uh, where we just talk to each other and we send each other and we sort of like process our feelings about things in that space as well. And so, um, yeah, it was just all about like, how can we occupy space in a productive way and in, in, in a way that we feel more comfortable doing. Um, there was obviously still like discomfort uh, releasing an album in a time like this, mm-hmm. um, but we're just trying to do the best that we can with it. And, trying to be the best sort of people we can be right now.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Well, I also know that some portions of your album sales went to um, certain freedom funds as well, mm. yes. which was really great to see. Um, again, we've been seeing so many artists and bands contributing money and then, you know, either matching you know bail funds or donations and it's great to still see that momentum going because the biggest problem that we have seen in these social movements is it they turn unfortunately into just a hashtag for a lot of people at the end of the day.
2: Yeah, and I and I, I think that's that's what's hard is that it's like it, it there are I, I feel like there's some sort of like methods of going about it that are productive momentarily and like like you know we're going to release our album or we're going to release this project and part of the sales are going to go towards that that's awesome raising money for those things that's awesome but that's momentary um and you know it 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 helps in the in in the now but what are you doing from that point on and that's i I think that's why we really wanted to do something like call 1312 is because it's like obviously like as like kind of like dumb as it sounds like these things don't just stop like and and it it feels very performative to just you know even if your intention is like pure and good it feels very performative to just like donate some money slap a hashtag slap a hashtag on it it, it, tweet about it and be done um and and that just didn't sit right with us so we just want to do a little bit more
0: yeah, I think that's been the big struggle. I mean, even it—it it, it still has been happening with all of the 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 news and all the stuff that's been available for information this summer. There's still people who are are like calling on celebrities just to be performative with their actions, and I think that you know it makes sense we want people i mean now the 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 thing in the news that's happening is sars in nigeria so obviously people Mm -hmm. are are pushing for people to make it a bigger story and that's working but uh there is there is a certain side of it where it's like well there are spaces here to listen to the right people and everything else becomes a bit of a performance art for the people who are talking about it and i still don't Mm -hmm. think people understand that there is a very strong difference between taking some information and doing some good with it and providing something back to the community and just mm-hmm. like hey I also agree this is bad you should like my music because I think this is bad
2: yeah
0: yeah, yeah. so it's, it, it's really good that like at least there are some people that can see the distinction between these things and and putting money where your mouth is and, and doing something good with the platform rather than just saying hey this is bad everybody should know this is bad uh, here's mm-hmm. my new uh, YouTube video check out whatever the fuck I'm doing in that instead of, uh, actually knowing about this issue and putting time and effort into it.
3: Yeah, yeah for sure. We just didn't want to be performative about the whole thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like you said, we to kind of put our money where our mouth is. So, yeah. Yeah. Cause yeah, it
2: just feels so hollow to like, it, I think like really, it's in, in one way it's like, you know, you, you do what you can and you, you, and that's, and that's good. Um, and, but I feel like some people just like, and some, some artists. Don't think beyond, you know, where can I put money where mm-hmm. like money is great. Money is awesome. Money does a lot of things, but it's like, there's, there's more that you can do. And, and that's what we, that's what we wanted to make. And that's what we did make mm-hmm. was something that was just like, you know, when funds dry out, when, we can't afford to keep donating how do we still be a part of something good how do we Mm -hmm. how do we still do that and so you know we we do that through uh like focusing on on our little pocket of uh, of the world because Mm -hmm. that's what we know again like um and that's what's that's what's relevant and to to us and we do our best to in any way we can promote Black voices, black artists, yeah. uh, you know, and and it's just like that's what that's what we can do, um, and and you know, people can choose to look at that, people can choose to not, people can choose to listen to our music or not. That's fine, but we're gonna do what we can and just hope that that's enough. Yeah.
1: Did you have any backlash from your activism from this at all? when it came to like either losing fans or like negative reception about it?
3: Not really, no, I think. There there was, one, there was one thing that I can think of where like on the tweet that we had about the album and we mentioned that the proceeds are going to bail funds. There was like one guy who was like, let them rot in hell. And uh, I think I said wrong. And then I like <laughs> blocked it. Um, I, think, I think so
2: you know, it, it's tough. We come from, like, Wisconsin, which has a history of being a little conservative.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, and, and, you know, so it, it it's, it's tough in that sense, but I think we've always, like, from the start, and we've, you know, we've been making music out for a long time.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And from the start, we've been very, very vocal about what we care about and what we believe in.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: And we've also been very vocal about um you know like if you don't really care about that then like we're just not really the band for you and that's fine um we just uh, we just want people to be nice to each other <laughs> like, <and that's> <laughs> we just want people to be nice to each other we want people to be safe with each other um and we want people to feel comfortable in any capacity that's yeah. it so and and we've always made that very very clear so yeah. i think we sort of over the years weeded out anybody who
3: would be like, oh, fuck you guys, you know, yeah. like, and eh. we're not like some high and mighty activists. We're just like, Hey, like, yeah. Be chill. Just be nice people. And that's <laughs> That's been enough to get us like banned from playing a festival in our hometown.
2: Yeah. Wow. So like, but so it's just, it's sad to see how, like how little people care about each other. Um, And, but, you know, it's always been something when, when we're on tour, when we're playing shows, we always talk about safety and keeping each other safe. And, you know, like we're, we're in this community that is very, um, that is very like vigilant and very aware of what's going on in space. Everybody's sort of talking about everything Mm. and that's a blessing and a curse. It is awesome to have that. To know what places are safe and what places are not, and 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 to know who's fostering safe spaces, and that's awesome. We need that. Um, and then there's sort of the part of it that feels like, you know, we're there, there's sort of a, a granting of of power to people who occupy those spaces, and and that's scary. But the best we can do as a band in this community is, you know, use what we have, which is a microphone, and some music to talk to people about the importance of being safe and being open and inclusive. Um, And, you know, there's there's a lot of things that people sort of ignore in their inclusivity, that is really heartbreaking. Um, We have always been very vocal about our discomfort with the, uh, lack of inclusivity towards, uh, disabled people in mm. the scene. And, mm. uh, you know, that's something that we care about a lot. And we're really frustrated to see that not a lot of change has been made in that department. And, mm-hmm. um, especially like now in a time where it shows there, they're <laughs> it's, this is the time when we need to be reflecting on how we can make spaces more safe, more inclusive, and how we can just be generally better people to each other when we can finally be with other people again. Yeah.
0: Mm-hmm. And
2: so that's that's all we care about. As long as people are just like cognitive and like aware of that cool. We're good. That we've done
0: what we wanted. <laughs> to do. That's awesome.
1: Yeah, especially you bringing up, just like the disabled rights, Um, I know, what was it, about a year and a half ago, I think we had half access on to discuss yeah. a lot about having uh, more accessible spaces, and I know that, you know, just going around after the fact, to a lot of the venues we have here in the city, and even a couple that I've been to out of state, you look around and you're like, there's no way, even if you came in on crutches, for some crazy reason, if you're at a show and with crutches, good for you, but it sounds a little <laughs> dangerous. Um, it, it would be even so difficult for that to be be that. And I think us as a society, we see that as like, oh, it just happens to people. And I don't think a lot, a lot of people also want to realize, especially in time of COVID, where you have longer lasting effects that mm-hmm. could disable you, that anybody at any time can become a part of the disabled community. Mm-hmm. And that's, you know, physical and also, you know, mental as well. And when we kind of bring that up, it's something that, I think a lot of people have such difficulty grasping and to kind of want to forward that narrative with the platform that y'all have and be able to kind of help forward that narrative is really awesome. Mm
2: -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I think that's something we've, we've done our best to not take for granted. Mm -hmm. Um, It's, you know, it's like a really, it's a really cool thing to be able to have space to talk about the things that you care about. Mm -hmm. Um, And, you know, we we don't want to be... Sorry, my cat is going crazy.
1: (laughs) Like we said, bring the cat on. Yeah, that's
0: what what everybody's here for. (laughs)
2: Uh, You know, and we don't want to be... We don't want to be pushy. We don't want to be, you know, like, uh, aggressive ever, you know? But if we can just, like, talk about what we care about and, Mm -hmm. you know, do our best to keep people away who honestly just don't align with what we're about that's cool that's what we want um
0: yeah i think sometimes here in chicago the liberal hotbed (laughs) i don't know i don't actually know if that's true i don't i assume but that's that's like
1: everyone yells about us
0: yeah you know keep keep our name out your mouth is what we say when we hear our name being said it's like yo no you don't know don't talk about us uh it, it it's very strange when you're like oh yeah of course we're all very like welcoming to these communities these these communities are welcome at every place and the bands go up on stage and they go Hey, we just want to make sure everybody feels safe regardless. That's my general band voice. That's who (laughs) Uh, it's like, you hold the mic like that. and You're like, we just (laughs) want to make sure everybody feels safe. Wall (laughs) of death now. It's like, uh, I I think we have a different opinion about it because we come from an area that's very left leaning. That's very liberal. That's very, uh, uh, you know, open minded to these other ideas. When somebody says, "Hey, your venue is not open to a lot of people who have disabilities." They go, "Oh shit, let's fix that." And right. maybe there's certain places where they're like, "No, anything I'd have to do like that is part of an agenda I don't believe in." <laughs> Which I'm like, "No, what? <laughs> the the people who want to go to shows? What? I don't uh I I can only imagine how much more difficult it is being in a a swing state, as I hear on the news, and yeah. B a place that you know. Also, what we're hearing on the news, uh, uh, Kenosha being an example, and then also uh, now it is the hotspot of the U.S. Uh, for COVID. Yeah. So, I can I can only imagine how that that must be different. Uh, having some form of activism, really any form of activism, I'm sure just the, the threshold to be an activist in Wisconsin is so much lower than it is to be in Chicago where everybody's like, no, 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 I'm way more of an activist than you. And it's like, Hey, we're all on the same side here. Uh, but I can only imagine it's, it's just way more of a, of a difficult bar to set uh where you're from even in Milwaukee which you know I would assume is fairly left leaning but because it's a city but I I don't really know
2: right i mean like milwaukee's kind of a weird space cuz it, it is very um you know the people tend to be very uh liberal left leaning but it's it's still the most segregated city in america like mm. there's still a lot of work to be done uh here and you know like it's hard to manage and it's hard to fix in, in a, in a, in a, you know, timely manner, but like, it's just like, it's so important for people to just like talk about what they care about. Mm -hmm. I think like that's, that's what sucks is that it feels like people just aren't um, they don't feel ready or comfortable to openly discuss injustices or uh or or, or or issues that they see you know like in their daily life and that's that sucks like you know we've we've always been just as people you know like Isaac and I have known each other for a long time uh since we, we were five since years since old five years
0: old
2: <laughs> uh, and we and we always sort of in our own like little bubble of, of friends and, and space like that. We've always fostered just very um, open and honest spaces. And, and that's because that's what matters to us. And so it's, it's sad to see that be such a uncommon thing
3: with the people around us.
2: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, and I will say that's one of my favorite parts of touring is, um, is being able to kind of spread the message of things that we care about. Um, and yet going back to like disability advocacy, we, we talk a lot about that because I have cerebral palsy and we have a lot of friends who have a lot of other disabilities. So one of my favorite things is that like at the back at our merge table, we'll often have like literature and stuff from various organizations mm-hmm. that we support, like uh, lead diy in their epilepsy stuff and uh once we have shows up and running again we because we were supposed to get some stuff from half access and then everything <laughs> stopped happening. right yeah. we'll, be, we'll be working more with half access and uh like our friends future teens uh kind of got us the hookup with this are they like an anarchist collective or the, the safer scenes yeah. literature stuff that yeah one of my favorite parts of being able to travel is kind of being able to talk to people about issues that are important to us. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Awesome. That's where yeah, I go quiet. Favorite. So I let Lizzie ask a question. <laughs> <laughs> that was what that's that way. was right there.
1: <laughs> I just think That's really cool that you're kind of taking initiative for that. I know at least out here in the city, um, we have um, our music, my body come out to a lot of, um, shows and venues. Yeah. And it's cool to see that bands are now taking like not the initiative it's kind of the initiative but also saying like I'm going to use my privilege for like the betterment of people, which is so rare nowadays. <laughs> Especially depending on whatever like music scene that you're in, you're just like, "Oh no, what's going on here?" <laughs> um so it's really refreshing to see it here and also see it still forwarding despite us not being able to like go see shows and have shows happening yeah
2: Yeah. well and I think that was also a unique challenge of of you know how do we how do we take what we talk about at shows that we care about and bring it into and you know how how do we bring it to social media how do we uh keep ourselves accountable for these discussions Mm -hmm. and uh you know that was a sort of unique challenge when uh everything sort of shut down but Um, I think now more than ever, people have the audience and the capability of talking about the things they care about, of spreading information that they feel should be spread. And it's just, I don't, I can't think of a better time than like right now to do it. Uh, Everybody's at home. Everybody is quite frankly, just filling their time with media of any sort. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah and puzzles, man, so many puzzles. <laughs> and so like, yeah, like if if there's something that you know bands or just like people with platforms feel should be being discussed, I don't I don't see why now isn't the best time to do that.
1: A typical supply is simplistic, handcrafted made in Michigan merchandise, always printed on garments that are a cut above the competition.
0: They work with bands like Worst in Me and Endless Oceans for their merch and also do limited releases, plus collaborate with other designers.
1: We're fans of their clothes. I, for one, have the Roses t-shirt.
0: And I have the Recapitulation shirt. Their styles are really neat and edgy with a modern twist on pop punk and emo influences.
1: Head over to AtypicalSupplyCo.com and check out their new Halloween clothing from the Grave line. Available now.
0: And use our code EMO Social at checkout for 20% off your order. That's EMO Social for 20% off.
1: AtypicalSupplyCo.com. Clothing for the unusual individual. Yeah, use your time to be productive and to mm. listen and to also do puzzles. Oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, what's the biggest puzzle you have done?
0: <laughs> How many pieces? Uh, when
3: we were in the studio in Connecticut uh, recording this new album, there was a like, what, like, 50-piece puzzle for children. It was a master's <laughs> of puzzle. And I did not get it done. <laughs> I it. No. No, we've our time uh, now with, with just an obscene uh, amount of board games. And so that's yeah. what we do. And I also recently rediscovered public libraries. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh. Yeah. Um, because I read something on, like, Twitter... About how libraries are like the ultimate socialist institution, and I was like, <laughs> you know, they are libraries. I've got a library card, and I'm checking out books left and right. Well,
2: <laughs> big thing. I don't know if this is everywhere, but at least in Milwaukee, they've started curbside
3: book pickup at public libraries, mm-hmm. which is badass. Mm-hmm. badass. That's awesome. <laughs> um, go for it. Yeah, we've been we've been going to the library. We've been playing board games. That's mm-hmm. That's not one in yeah.
1: <laughs> what now? What board games are we playing because i don't think that y'all be what would, would be playing life unless you want to try to like really project yourself <laughs> onto what could be not, happening not
0: right now, now. now's <laughs> not a great time to play the game of life man
1: uh, uh,
2: funny
0: enough recently we just played the
2: board game pandemic uh which yeah. is listen radically right
0: uh-huh. yeah that yeah. game is ridiculously hard
2: Oh yeah, yeah, We lost.
0: <laughs> so you know what? You know what? American government. I forgive you. I get it.
3: Yeah, I understand.
0: <laughs> totally joking. You fucked it up. Anyway.
3: <laughs> no, but like we we have we have a whole board game cabinet that mm-hmm. like if we were like on a cell phone I'd show it to you. Yeah. But yeah, uh, yeah we have we have we were both like big board game people before mm-hmm. this anyway. Um, that like our. Our big favorite is a card game called Ascension.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, okay, yeah,
3: it, yeah. It's I don't. Know, that's a cool one. We just picked up a game called Mysterium. We're big okay. on like spooky
2: games right now. We're yeah. trying yeah. to find
1: good
3: Halloween games.
2: Betrayal. Okay,
1: like like the vibe, like the vibe.
0: Oh yeah, yeah.
2: So we've we, just been we've just been exploring, you know, web forums of, of <laughs> forums <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. Did you
0: say but uh, did you say betrayal on House on the Hill? Yeah, yeah. that oh, game right. is insanely good
2: <laughs> it's no, so much on. fun oh my gosh yeah. yeah
0: yeah uh yeah i i've actually been getting into board games too i just backed one on kickstarter that i've been following for like two months like oh. their ads just kept coming up on instagram and i'm like well this one looks great was was gonna, it? it was fucking veiled fate dude oh hell yeah <laughs> hell yeah <laughs> Oh, we're done. Oh my gosh! Yeah. It looks so good. We're
1: just gonna have an emo social club night where we.
0: Apparently, apparently, yeah. It's like uh it's like you have to lie about who you are, and then also make the character that you are. Like you can move any character in the game, and you have to like try to trick everybody into moving your character farther along in the whole process. So you're like, oh wait, are you red? And you're like, I'm not red. <laughs> and they're like, you're you're fucking red, man. <laughs> Uh, I'm like, yeah, I'm super into this. This is a great game. So, yeah, I'm glad that I'm glad that you guys share that with me because I'm like, Instagram knew my fucking number on that one. They're like, you're gonna love this game, and I was like, I cannot wait until this goes live on Kickstarter. Oh yeah, <laughs> uh, fantastic! I also just got like a Nightmare Before Christmas Funko game. Uh, I have no idea what it is. I still haven't even opened it up. I'm just we like, have. I'm just like, yeah, let's go for it. Let's try it.
2: <laughs> we picked up a game uh, last Halloween called Horrified, which is from Universal Studios. So mm. it's all about the classic Universal monsters. Okay. Perfect mm. Halloween That's game. That's fantastic. Very, very good. Very fun. I'm writing okay, that one who's down.
1: All, okay, who, who's your favorite monsters?
3: <laughs>
2: That's hard.
1: I,
3: I'm i partial to The Mummy for no mm. real reason. <laughs> this, uh, i think he's underrated um i'm a big fan i as far as like classic
2: monsters go i'm a big uh i'm a big uh, creature of the black lagoon fan mm-hmm. i think that movie's great i love the like full body suit for the creature <laughs> <I think that's laughs> nice. um currently creepiest monster around is the Duck. if you've never it seen did. the Duck, horrifying movie highly recommend
0: it i still haven't seen it i gotta watch I it now i haven't I'm never gonna see it horrifying. <laughs> that's
1: the next. That's the next emo social club movie night. Is the
0: apparently. <laughs> uh, have you guys? Is that your your favorite horror movie? Do you have any other horror movies that you'd recommend for the season? So we like big horror. Oh, I'm a big horror. He's movie a big person. horror. I was about movie.
1: to say earlier. Isaac said that he was mm-hmm. kind of like not into horror movies. I, I'm not. Isaac oh, spooked. Yeah. But um,
2: <laughs> currently, we're working our way through uh, the entirety of. The Friday the Thirteenth series, okay. um, they start off very strong. They get very bad, <laughs> but true.
1: ridiculous. They get
2: insane. Yeah. Uh, tonight, actually, we're gonna watch uh, a double Jason, feature. Double feature of Jason Takes Manhattan and then mm-hmm. Jason Goes to Hell. God. Amazing. Very excited about it. Um,
3: <laughs> I think all the
2: classics are good. Like your your Halloween, your Texas Chainsaw Massacre, mm-hmm. your Friday the 13th the Nightmare on Elm Street.
3: I do like... Uh, I'm more of like an abstract horror movie guy. I'm <laughs> in into- uh, like,
0: like, yeah.
3: have to
1: come out with some art house movie that no, no one has ever fucking heard.
0: <laughs> I agree with that. I, I don't like... I don't like slasher films. It's like... Really? I, yeah, I, I think it's because... Like you're saying, like the early Friday the Thirteenth movies start off real strong, and then it's like my friends were assholes and were like, "Hey, we're gonna watch the one where he's in space." <laughs> and I'm like, yes, "Yeah, correct. I don't, I don't yes. like this."
1: I, I will but say, but that's when you watch we, it with your asshole friends,
3: <laughs> as we've been like watching them, I've I've gotten more and more like into it. Right, that like when I know something scary is about to happen, I'll pull out my phone. But like for the rest of it, <laughs> watching along, you know. <laughs> Yeah. like making
0: of everybody. I just don't like the I I don't remember when we were saying this, but I just don't like the gore for gore's sake. Like mm, yeah. if it's gonna be violent or it's gonna show you like violence in the movie, I want it to not be like we had this amount of budget for our special effects makeup section. Right. I want it to be more like uh like we watched the ring last night and it's like well the only times they ever show you the actual violence that happens to people is a very quick scene like it Mm -hmm. happens in like one frame so you're like a
1: jump scare technique
0: it's a jump scare technique which i also technically hate jump scares but if they're done well i've also been like you know i watch all these like horror video games on youtube and i'm like okay every game is the fucking same now every game just looks it's all like I've got this issue with my brain. And then it's like, oh, and then I'm in this house and the house is creepy. And then it's like, at the end, you're like, oh, like she was mad. I don't know. It's like, it's always something like that.
1: Some like crazy revelation. Yeah. And it's
0: like, it's like, no, that's not what I want. And I I appreciate that like some, some early 2000s horror movies were like, hey, here's the mystery behind this. And I think that's the same of like, early Jason movies early uh, Nightmare on Elm Street movies like you there's a mystery here and you're trying to figure out what's going on why why does he kill why fear what's
1: uh, the story behind it why yeah. is Jason's mom doing it i want yeah it.
0: but it's like that that's cool and then you just like take that away when you're just like how can we kill people in space okay,
1: like, but like no so i'm into like a lot of indie horror which is oh, not great um because like the one low, movie lower I the budget the better was um midnight me train a, okay. a great movie that made me completely terrified of public transit God. <laughs> but i still take it every day i just think i'm gonna end up being murdered all the time God. um so i was like let's watch that and then everyone's like fucking no because it's insane <laughs> same thing yeah this other movie i do really like it's called may mm. and
3: it's
1: oh god i'm trying to remember i've seen it since high school and it's basically about this chick who's like i'm gonna kill like i think it was like she killed like all her boyfriends and she was like dismembering them and then you just kind of see everything and what? then yeah
0: <laughs> that's not a plot <laughs> a was he that's just a- <laughs> that's <a laughs> plot? <She's-> there's no <laughs> plot in that it's
3: a it's plot. It's like it's that's it's the pitch, pitch, pitch meeting.
1: Just, just, just go back. I know it was at the Music Box like horror movie thing when I was in high school and like I graduated in 2012. So like during that time damn it. it was great.
0: <laughs>
3: right. Yeah.
0: Uh the pitch for that movie was there's a girl and she kills all her ex-boyfriends dismemberment and you see everything. That's the whole movie. <laughs> That's an, it's always sunny plot. Like, that's yeah, like, what? I'm pretty sure that was like a thing, like an actual episode of it's always sunny where they're like, you see everything. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's all I got from what you said. It's like, what?
3: I will say I'm a big fan of the horror podcast.
0: Mm. Okay.
3: Like, Cause I, I, I don't like jump scares. Like that's mm-hmm. my whole thing. We've been watching the haunting of Hill house. And last night we were on the episode that has that big jump scare. I knew it was coming, so I went to the bathroom. <laughs> <laughs> but like- You weren't looking at all...
1: your phone, you just left the whole ass.
3: Yeah. <laughs> I didn't want to deal with it at all. Uh, but like, you know, I I really appreciate when they can like craft sounds and stories to like actually be like unsettling. Yeah. And you know, in some ways, they all end up being the same thing of like, oh, this person found a cassette in their attic mm-hmm. and somebody doing something creepy. <laughs> but like, <laughs> it works. Like
1: it's The Shining for some reason. It's just there. I don't know yeah. why, but it's there. <laughs> Monsters,
3: Inc. Monsters, Inc., exactly.
2: Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Uh,
0: I had this discussion the other day and I want to know, I might be just showing my age here, but do you think that A Real Monsters is a better Monsters, Inc.?
2: Absolutely not. Monsters, right. Inc. will forever
0: be.
1: separate things entirely.
0: I don't feel like they are. I was like, no, there's a reason I didn't, I didn't get into Monsters, Inc. And it's because I was a hardcore Ariel okay. Monsters fan. I, yes, no. I believe so.
1: I think you're an angry old man. Why. <laughs>
0: Back in my day, we had Ickis. <laughs> and Chrome held his eyes up and his armpit smelled. <laughs> unreal monsters was the og better monsters inc and i stand by it with no evidence because i barely remember either one of them
1: okay so connor isaac who wants to be my new co-host after that really Uh,
3: you have an angry old man equivalent for ratatouille
0: (laughs) yeah if you want to talk about a rat driving a person (laughs) i'm like i know that was a plot of something but i can't remember it now (laughs) Yeah, no, I don't. I don't have an old man get off my lawn. Take for Ratatouille. <laughs> yeah,
1: There's a lot a of the discourse that. about Ratatouille yeah. and Stuart Little that I just never understood.
0: Yeah, it's Stuart Little. It's Stuart Little, is what it is. Oh,
3: no. <laughs> like control Stuart Little. I think.
2: Wasn't there like a thing with Stuart Little where like the like original. Like actual, like source material for Stuart Little is that he's just like an actual human. He's, he's
3: a human that's the size and appearance of a mouse. Yes, but it's like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's wild. Yeah. And he
1: just got adopted by like a whole ass human family. They're like, I want this rat. Not a, not a oh, child. I want the rat.
0: What a cute rat sized man. <laughs> <laughs> that's
3: what they used to say about
0: me. <laughs> Adorable. <laughs>
1: Um, off of this new album, I'll figure this out. Which song, it probably stands out the most for you personally?
2: Um, I think from like a lyrical standpoint, and from like a from just like a, a place of like, wow, I still feel that uh, North Newhall like hits me still every time I listen to it. Um, I think North Newhall was like that song um, was probably the most um like direct and uh and very very like true to life uh uh lyrics that I I wrote for the record um yeah no that was just like that song still just like takes me back to being so the the song is about um living uh, a living situation I had that just felt very um bad. very very bad. Uh, <laughs> it just like it took it took a big uh a big toll out of me uh being in this space uh and just constantly feeling like I was um I was just like you know uh, filling space where I wasn't wanted. And so that song is all about that and I s every time I listen to that song I just like, oh I feel like I'm in <laughs> and, Um, so that one hits hard for me. And also I think the, the, uh, the closing track forever, um, is, is a big one for me that, like, I think that's some of our best songwriting. Um, and I think, uh, it just like, it, it hurts to listen to. Um,
3: yeah. Yeah. My personal favorite is I woke up laughing. Mm -hmm. Um, I just, I just really like the energy on that track like the drone parts on it <laughs> and that's also the one that i came up with the title for so i'm a little biased
0: yeah okay, that's fair that's fair. i was like that sounds like uh like the influence on that one has got you <laughs> making it your favorite
3: a little a bit yeah it's uh because i had a i had a dream where we were on tour and we were just like driving in the van And someone said something in the dream that was so funny that I laughed so hard (laughs) that I woke up
0: laughing. (laughs) Is there a, is there a big collaborative effort then when you guys are in the studio? Like it's everybody's putting a lot in.
2: Oh Oh, yeah, yeah. 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 We all, and we've always written this way. Everybody writes their own parts and like, while we'll have like, you know, constructive insights on each other's part, like, oh, it'd be cool if you did this, or I'm not really feeling that. It's it's very much like, you know, whatever you write for your part, that's that's your thing. And, and that's your contribution to the song. And we've always written that way. I think mm-hmm. it's, it's you know, part of like what makes our music sound the way it does is the fact that like all of us grew up with just, like incredibly different musical influences. Yeah and it wasn't really until high school when Isaac like forced us all to listen to his music and then like, like, Oh, okay. Uh, so like, there's a lot of, you know, when we started playing music, this is what we were influenced by. And it like bled into what we are now influenced by. Mm -hmm. And I think that those different backgrounds really like come through and like, it makes us
3: sound the way that we sound. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Very easy to tell, that. uh, we started with just me being influenced by Dave Matthews band. And now everybody.
0: <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, I, boy. I, quite
1: a wave. Yeah. <laughs> quite a wave. I, we, we've talked about things that I have always um, made fun of my former co-workers that were my old radio stations for. One of them was jam bands. And now it's mm-hmm. Dave Matthews. I'm really getting everything oh. thrown back in my faith. It's karma, I swear. Yeah. <laughs>
3: I am going to be real with you. I love jam bands. <laughs> oh, my
1: God. Totally
0: my get
3: name it. On Among Us is XX Fish XX. Oh boy. Uh, <laughs> S is a dollar sign. I like to go in the oh my God. and tell people to listen to my band Fish. <laughs> 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 yeah, I uh like Fish. I like Dave Matthews band. Uh I don't know if they're really a jam band, but I feel like they are. I've been so into Young Jesus lately. It's like the only band that's, that that's, that's the
1: vibe I got from Young Jesus. I listened yeah. to it and I'm like, I like it, but I was like, why are these songs so long?
3: <laughs> I love it.
2: Yeah, Dave Matthews uh, was one of those things that like we started listening to Ants Marching regularly on tour as a goof. And now it's just like, We can't get enough of Ants Marching.
3: (laughs) Not allowed to play the live version. Oh, my God.
2: Dave Matthews' band songs should not exist. They're so long. And they just just do the same riff over and over again. It's like, here's the third time that we're going to get a violin solo. I love it.
3: that's how i grew up i was i was in like middle school drumming along to live dave matthew's band song
0: <laughs> oh,
1: <God. laughs> this is so much so <laughs> much now i'm gonna have to consult my co-workers made a joke i left my spotify up one day at work and they created an i love dad's playlist and then i put it on oh YouTube, god I'm driving and then while I'm driving, it switches over, probably from Fall Out Boy, knowing my dumb ass. And, I'm like, and I'm like, why the fuck is Dave Matthews on? What and then I the couldn't fuck? figure it out. I went into work the next day. I'm like, what happened? And I tell him what happened. They just start burst out laughing. They're like, don't leave your Spotify off.
2: <laughs> I, uh, I recently rekindled my love for uh, just the song Jamie All Over by Mayday Parade. <laughs> Hell yeah. I just love it. Love it. Made a great song. I just love Jamie All Over. It's the best song ever written. And it's the only thing I listen to now.
1: Is Barely civil going to cover Jamie All Over just because? Dude,
3: <laughs> you gotta. I've you had genuine it. conversations about it. Let's do it. <laughs> well, such a good song.
1: Yeah. it's gonna be like a random ep where you guys cover jamie all over and in dave matthew's band <laughs> yeah, yeah it's
0: ants marching at jamie all over it's like wow we no. really
1: i don't diverse, know if, i don't really know ever. if
0: those fandoms overlap aside from you no, guys you have, put,
1: you have to put a death cat for cutie song in the middle oh yeah. to the, yes to get it all over and then everyone's yeah. like oh all the kids like it now.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
3: and slip and slip
1: um,
0: yeah, fucking yeah Slipknot. not like the uk has been telling us about bands and then we find out that they're like american bands and we live in the city with them and it's like what the fuck is happening like how do you know bands that live down the street from us and we don't know them so now i'm finally using our platform to be like hey listen to barely civil get it together
3: UK okay, folks listen to parker lee because it's the best uk email band
0: <laughs> Ooh, oh, interesting an
3: assertive statement to make it's true as someone who lives in wisconsin
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh uh and just okay, a general
1: wait, but, but connor what's what's your uk band your your uk band that you would um, recommend doesn't have to be emo it could be whatever the fuck it is at this point because we're talking yeah. about jam bands.
0: it could be anything
3: would be is the outfield a UK band? <laughs> I have no idea. I I also only like the song Your Love by the Outfield. Then so I'm on no music outside of Jamie L, L. My favorite <laughs> band is British Dave Matthews
0: band. <laughs> British <laughs> Dave Matthews yeah. band. David My favorite British band is Dave Matthews band David Matthews. In in the UK.
3: UK. That's it. <laughs>
1: So, so Repar said the Wombats, which I forgot was a UK band. I do, love yeah, them. I love
0: the, yeah, you love the Wombats,
2: <laughs> the
0: Wombats. yeah, the Wombats, what? not an Australian band.
1: I, I definitely yeah. got very hyped to Re- see Par- them open for Weezer. What was that? Oh, except, yeah, two summer ago, yeah, I was very hyped. I was also equally hyped for Weezer, and I'm not ashamed to say that.
3: <laughs> I love, yeah, we're, oh, <laughs> where, where are we?
2: Where, hypes? where, uh, let me tell you, I, I they are Weezer fans. I will put a cap on it. We're not incels. I <laughs> Weezer fans. Big Weezer, fans. Uh, Weezer. I didn't
1: realize
0: that
3: there was
1: No, that's the thing. There's, all, there's like multiple facets, facets of Weezer fans. One of them is incels for some oh, Godfrey. Yeah. Oh my but god. I think it's because of just how Rivers Cuomo put out music earlier. Anyway.
3: I will say in regards to the Wombats, when we were like initially <laughs> trying to figure out a band name I'm pretty sure that I like semi-seriously pitched Wombat combat. So (laughs) that's funny. So I've always liked the wombats because I thought they had a good
1: name. (laughs) There's a lot of shirt options there. There's a lot of shirt design Wombat
3: combat. Oh yeah. Gore for the sake of it because of our special effects. Yeah,
0: Exactly. (laughs) Whatever your budget is, you'll have that amount of gore in the TV in in the T-shirt. <laughs>
1: yeah, what's what's everyone's favorite Weezer album? We were me and R- oh, about, no. me and Brian were talking about this. We
0: fought about time. it. We don't and agree, we and it. we never will. We might never.
1: No, we won't.
3: So, I wish I wish you hadn't asked me because now I have to admit that Pinkerton is my favorite.
2: That's
0: fine. I, that's that's the that's part of the my
3: argument. Favorite. That's
2: a, great. I gotta say, uh, in the argument of. Pinkerton versus Blue album. I'm on the side of the Blue album. However, let me throw in a new contender: the Red album.
0: Porky Pork Beans, Beans is the
3: best Weezer song.
0: Ever. Wow! Wow! Oh
1: my God!
0: Interesting. <laughs> yeah, we had uh we. I listed off all the all the songs on the Blue album, and I was like, I don't think you can fuck with these titles that I'm listing off. My name is Jonas. <laughs> just as an opening song, like, how could you? But again,
1: Again, I, as we we have discussed, Blue Album pri- is primarily a bunch of singles and yep. other secondary singles, where yep. Pinkerton was half of that plus actual songs that were comprised for uh, the I'm sorry, the singles
0: aren't album. songs?
1: Listen, you understand what I'm saying?
0: Singles aren't songs? I see I see what we're saying. Hold on, I gotta write some notes about Lizzie. This has nothing to do with the episode. This is just about Lizzie specifically. Mm.
3: Detractor. With Pinkerton, is like everything about Pinkerton that's not the music on Pinkerton. (laughs) That's why I'm embarrassed. Like I don't, I don't endorse anything that he says. In
1: when when you listen to to like Across the Sea, you're like, oh, this is bad. This is is really
0: bad. It sounds like Pinkerton is not the best album.
1: (laughs) You guys are very much arguing
0: for Pinkerton yeah you're place. like my favorite my favorite i hate to say it is pinkerton it's like i don't listen, think pinkerton listen, is the, you is have the good to, album you have,
1: to, you have to recognize the problems in order to go forward with your establishing statements if i learn anything in two and a half years of being on a debate team that's what i learned <laughs> yeah
0: okay my opening argument was my name is jonas you know what that song's about his name is jonas <laughs>
2: And, and um, brothers. there's a video that I recently found on the internet. Um, of this could go anywhere. No, it's <laughs> just, I was
1: about to say, what, dangerous places. Are talking about?
2: <laughs> YouTube um, <laughs> playing My Name is Jonas accompanied by uh My Chemical Romance, and yep. that is wild.
0: Yep. That is really?
3: insane.
0: You know why they oh, picked it. Because the album is the bet, it's fine.
3: Exactly. <laughs> you see the you video of the drummer for Weezer catching that frisbee one and they play sick. Beverly
0: Hills. That is sick. Also, Beverly Hills is kind of a banger, and so I mean, is uh, Perfect like, Situation. Is a fucking banger. Like, there's some very good songs outside know, of those records.
1: People
2: gave Ratitude a lot of shit.
0: Mm-hmm.
3: Pretty good. Cool. Flaps on it. Pretty banger cover. Hurley. Yeah. Got some slats on. Pretty good cover. He had that, had that <laughs> song. <laughs> had that song. Trainwrecks. That uh, the Jackass movie. I haven't used. heard it. Jackass, Jackass movie. movie. Okay. Jackass movie song yeah. was on that record. Yeah. Really good record. Everything will be all right in the end. Had some great songs. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember my uh, my middle
2: school. A uh, geography teacher burned me a copy of that record.
3: He burned me a copy of uh, that Red Hot Chili Peppers album with the fly in the pill on it. That one
1: are, are, is that is that appropriate?
3: I mean, uh, he got fired. <laughs> yeah, he, after. Oh, okay, okay,
1: okay. I get
3: it.
0: Different reasons.
3: <laughs> it wasn't related to Red Hot Chili Peppers. And Peppers.
0: <laughs> Unrelated experiences. <laughs> So yeah, throw out uh, all your socials, throw out where people can find you, uh, all of our UK friends hanging out in the chat. You better pay attention and go go listen to this band on Spotify.
2: Yeah, uh, we're we're Barely Civil. Uh, you can find us on Spotify, Apple Music, Tidal, I think. Yeah. Uh, who uses Tidal anymore? <laughs> um, <laughs> you can find us on all those things. Uh, our record, uh, I'll Figure This Out, uh, came out coming up on two months ago. Yeah, coming uh, up. Through uh, Take Us to Heart Records. So you can find, that, uh, find us at Take Us at Heart Records.com. Uh, we've got vinyl shirts, hats, all that jazz. Mm-hmm. Um, check out our Twitter, which is at uh, barely underscore civil. We're still fighting to get rid of that underscore. Let me. Know. <laughs> Always. Uh, uh, our Instagram is at uh, barely civil WI. Yes. Or just at barely civil. It's one of the two. Um, <laughs> We, we update those uh, fairly, re- uh, fairly frequently. We tweet way more often. Um, it is at Barely Civil on Instagram. It's at Barely Civil. <laughs> um, but other than that, I, I don't know. Just be – be, p- please be nice to each other. Be good people um, as best as you can be. Um, we also want uh, to say shout-out to our friend Carl Schultz. We love yeah, you. Yeah, shout-out to Carl. Always kind of shout him out. <laughs> but other than that, like, yeah – Please be, please be nice to each other. Please yeah. be nice
0: to me. Too. <laughs> Specifically and generally. Be nice. And listen
3: to
2: the weekdays. Right? Yeah. yeah. Your, it's good, good bands. Mm-hmm. Sweet.
0: So uh, what are your plugs? We're just here. Go listen to Braley Civil. <laughs> fuck you doing? fuck you doing? You not listening to Braley Civil? You fucking fake. You just you, you lying. Yeah. Connor, Isaac, thank you for joining us and hanging out with us here. Uh, Yeah, go listen to Braley Sybil.
2: Yeah, please. Please. (laughs) (laughs) Please. All right. It's
0: a great great album, guys. Yeah, this was a blast. Well, that was our episode. (laughs) There it is.
1: It took us a really long time to decide if we wanted to say that or not.
0: Uh, You know it's the episode because the episode's ending. Like, you know that it's been the episode
1: it's been the whole ass episode and you listen to it and we appreciate it and hopefully you enjoyed it and you found it to be insightful yeah
0: if you did make sure that you rate and review us on your podcasting app of choice spotify apple music whatever it may be we could really use those as a as a promotional thing
1: it makes us feel appreciated and like we don't suck so so that'd be be awesome
0: yeah uh, and again, join us on all of our channels: emo social for our Twitch streams, emo slash Discord to hang out with us in our Discord, and um, yeah, from all of us here at the Emo Social Club podcast, I'm Brian
1: and I'm Lizzie.
0: We appreciate you and goodbye. <laughs> we haven't done this in the person for so long; it's weird. <laughs> what are we supposed ah! to fucking do? We rhythm down on the internet, not
1: here. We have to get our rhythm back. Our rhythm back. Oh,
0: we're like, we're get groove back. Yeah. All the club <laughs> got their groove back. All right,
1: bye.
0: Bye. Uh, well, I'm glad we talked about horror movies and how I'm right about real Monsters. I feel like we should talk a little bit more about the... Ba- I only heard that I was correct. That's what I heard.
3: <laughs> that, that was the most boomer thing you've said. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> Damn.